welcome to the Produce Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Nickel, and we are thrilled to have with us again the esteemed Brian Day, Senior Merchandiser and Natural Stores Coordinator for Four Seasons Produce. Now, if you're a regular listener, you know that Brian is a recurring guest on our podcast here, and for very good reason. He's been so generous to visit with us now and again and share his insights on merchandising, retail strategy, training, and much more. And today, the topic is training, which also happens to be a perfect crossover for our Produce Talent Podcast, so you can actually find this episode over there as well. And in today's episode, we discuss how to acclimate new hires in the department, what a typical timeline might look like for getting someone up to speed, how to tailor training to the individual, and why introducing new hires to the people of the department is just as important as introducing them to the fixtures, the best practices, the nuts and bolts. We'll talk about those things and many more. We hope you enjoy. And here's our conversation with Brian Day. Brian, thanks so much for joining us again today. We're, we're going to talk today about one of uh, another of your favorite topics. And the last time it was going big with displays, we were talking about big displays and training. And you yeah. said they go hand in hand. And they so we'll, we'll, we'll start it off there. How do they go hand in hand? Well, um, you know, as a... Uh, uh, as a, a produce clerk back in 1988, I wanted to um, just learn everything I could. You know, I, I, I was a sponge for this industry, you know, from day two. Day one, I was in it and then decided I wanted to be in it for the rest of my life. So since day two, you know, um, I was just an actual absolute sponge uh, and um, still am today. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I wanted to learn why. Uh, at the time, you put gold delicious apples next to Bosque pears, next to um, uh, a red delicious apple, and you know the, the the natural colors that the produce provides and the textures. And I wanted to learn all that. And I actually knew early on, like I said, I wanted to make this a career. So um, yeah, I mean, uh, department basics and, and training is where it all starts. Your team, your your um, sales results all rely on making sure that the, the, the team is well trained and trained in, in the sense of everyone that the produce is kind of like you know, your artist and your free flowing there are basic blocking and tackling um, um, it, things that you have to do to make it operationally sound if that makes any sense so yes. yeah it starts with you know big 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 displays aside because that was really fun learning um, and early back then you learn early on, right? Day three, you're like already building your big display and it's just like, you know, but uh, yeah, it's different now with the uh, space constraints and a lot of stores and uh, so much focus on drink and, um, but yeah, so. So what, what have you seen as kind of the, the rough timeline? Cause I know it's, it's different for every student, so to speak, right? For every sure. new person you get in the department, it's a little bit different. Yeah. But what's kind of the timeline for sort of the, the blocking and tackling segment of it and then getting into a little bit more of, of the, the science behind it? You know, whether it's like we've discussed before, like margin mix on displays or yeah. color breaking and different, you know, merchandising techniques. How does that kind of look to, to move through that as somebody goes along? So I, it's all individually based, you know, uh, and as a as a trainer, you have to understand that some people grasp things um easier than others and you know the gauge the gauging their level of interest um and there's no to me there's there's an actually 
an outline as to when everyone should be at a certain point. However, um, not everyone is is can be like that, right? So you you actually actually tailor make the training programs by in, by individual. So you might be doing it in groups, two, three, four, whatever you're doing. Um, but if you know two, three, and four are not on the same pace, and you have two that maybe drops a little slower, you have to kind of tailor make it, you know, and and just kind of create their own their own type of training session. But you know, I always started things with uh, you know getting to know the department, just walking around the department, um, looking at product, um, see how it's 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 laying on the counter, you know, looking at at signage, looking at um, uh, sanitation. It's a big one. Um, and just kind of just walking around and then just, you know, uh, over the next couple of days, just shadow a clerk, shadow myself, uh, just see what we actually do before you actually even pick up a knife to trim or uh, a cart to, to put a, a box of apples out. So um, it's you always want to ease somebody into it, you know, even if they know, even if they're experienced, even if they know they might not know your routines, they might not know even you know, what an actual product is. So familiarizing them with the department as a whole in general is a lot simpler easing into it than just say, you know, here's a trim knife, go trim some legs. So. That makes sense. And how do you, how do you even select kind of the, your, your team to train folks with, you know, like who are they going to shadow and, and who's going to show them this and who's going to show them that. And cause I'm guessing maybe it's not always the the highest performers. Maybe there's someone who, you know, they, they like it. Maybe they're a little more middle of the pack, but they're fabulous with people, you know, like how, how do you kind of uh, de develop those teams with like around folks at the store level? So uh, uh, back in the day, everyone had their own category, right? So with labor as it is now, there's no really category. You have your strong people and you have, you know, everyone's strong. As a manager, you know what people are good at. Um, and um, the, I would just kind of pair it, pair it with those, with those. If you're shadowing somebody, you're going to have them shadow uh, your clerks. Just pair them with someone that's strong with good people skills and they know what they're doing. But you also want to rotate them out. You don't want to. You don't. You don't want the the, the same person with your new trainee, you know, for a week at a time, maybe a couple of days at a time, and then rotated somebody out, and rotated somebody else, and just kind of they get to see all aspects of of not just produce, right, but um, getting to know the people, right? Because it's more to me a, a team is is more than stacking apples and lettuce and whatever it's 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 about uh, camaraderie it's about getting to know people it's about feeling comfortable in what you're doing if you feel comfortable with what you're doing you are so open then to learning so many more things mm -hmm. and once that comfortability is in play i think it's and it's fair game on on just kind of you know that starting the processes of uh the blocking and tackling the breaking down loads, the receiving, the banana care, um, trimming, uh, cleaning back rooms. I mean, you can go, we can go through the whole gamut here, but once they feel that comfortability with the team, with what they're doing, and you know what, you might get a, a week in, two weeks in, and you have a little, you know, face-to-face uh, uh, -face or a review, um, a sit down with them and say, hey, what do you think? They might not be interested in produce anymore. So at that point in time, you're like, okay, that's then why waste anybody's time? 
you know, and then just, you know, if they, but if they feel comfortable and they want to move on, that's, that's when, you know, you start to really have, you have a keeper and you can just really start developing them and uh, creating them the, their, their own set of skills and their, their own produce art, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love the, the people focus early too, right? As far as getting to know the folks around them, because sure. if, if they're not comfortable asking questions, they're going to have a really hard time down the road, right? So right. like oh, establishing that that's, that's good and, and the people are, are welcoming that <laughs> early on, I bet is important. Yeah, this is definitely a people business. I mean, anyone can can sell produce, buy, sell produce, break down loads, whatever. But I think that the team and the, the teams that are most successful, they might not be friends outside of work or, or whatever, but they, when they're together, they're in tune and they feel comfortable around each other. And there be, might be some banter and, and whatever, but that, that's all fun stuff that you have at work with. You have It's a people business. This is a people business for sure. And um, when you have people that are around each other that are comfortable with each other, it's a lot. It's a lot better training process uh, than than when there's some um, uh, different personalities that might be clashing. And you do get that. You know, don't don't get me wrong. You do get that. Um, it's not all butterflies and and whatever. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So it, it is to, to your point. Just people aspect of it to me is the first step in in and good training. It just, mm-hmm. it really is. Mm-hmm. Well, and the, the people part of it too, not just uh, within the team, but talking about kind of the customer service aspect of it also. I'm sure, sure it's an interesting thing trying to, like you said, train on the, the blocking and tackling in terms of, you know, making sure displays don't fall down and things are kept clean and, and right. the truck and all, all those kinds of things. How do you also work to, work in um, you know, how to answer customer questions or how you need to be engaging while you're on the floor. Cause it's when I, when I think about the, you know, kind of the, the realm of, of tasks that someone might be doing in the produce department, they they require a pretty broad, you know, uh, a pretty broad spectrum of skills, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely is. Uh, uh, you're not just putting lettuce up on a counter. You're just not, you're doing so many other things. And part of that, we were talking about shadowing earlier, and part of that shadowing uh, is engaging customers. Um, you know, um, it, it's different now than what it used to be, um, but there is a lot more conversation than there was six to eight months ago within cust- with customers and, and, and clerks that, you know, um, feel comfortable you know, in your store and whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just part of that, that training process that you're talking about are your shadower and your shadowy, the sh- the shadow the person who is actually having that training with them um, should be doing all those things and showing them that it's not just putting case onto a table onto a counter. It's interaction, right? It's um, um it's suggestions, uh, it's uh, a meal idea, supplying a meal idea. Um, you know, it might be getting a bag for someone if they can't open. I mean, we all we're in the we're the, we're the bags anymore. You can't open the bags, and people are there. You have your bags there, so it might just be that. Just might get the customer service is a huge piece in in produce, a huge piece in retail. It should be a huge piece in retail, mm-hmm. but especially in produce because there are so many other options for that person to buy their cucumber at a store a mile and a half away. What's going to keep them there, right? Where it's going to keep them there is is the, the experience that they have and with the people that they have them with uh, and having that training program where everyone is on the same page in your department it just feels 
it's just it's inviting to a customer. It's just getting to know people's names and 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 what they like to eat, what category they might like, and suggesting a new a new apple that they have to or uh, a new item that's come in the store that's that's uh, a, a department that they they might not have ever heard before or even tried. So um, the, the talking, the engaging, that's that's a huge piece in, in, in training and developing skills uh, for for new for new for new hires. Absolutely. And I'm curious, too, because when it comes to answering customer questions, there may be a lot of things that even someone who's been on the job for a few months you know, still doesn't know. So I was curious sure. too, kind of what the, the learning process looks like just about different commodities, you know, different varieties. You mm -hmm. mentioned, you know, recipes or, or meal ideas, different things like that. It, is that all, are, are those all things that can be learned in kind of the, the shadowing process? I, I know they can to some extent, but is there kind of like research or reading or like other things to be kind of doing along with being on the floor or how does that work? Um. You pick one of these up and you go now. <laughs> it's made so easy now, right? I used to have a book and uh, uh, produce Pete. And I carried it around like a like a Bible and uh, just kind of read it. I was like I said, it was sponge information. Anymore, you can look it up online. You can Google. Uh, there are a lot of publications that are out there um, via digitally or uh, in print that are just chock full of, of information. I couldn't wait to a long time ago. It was called produce merchandising. And I couldn't wait till the next month till I got my first merchandise. And uh, I would read it cover to cover in about an hour and a half. And then, um, you know, couldn't wait till the next month till I get it. But there are a lot of different resources. You're not going to learn everything um, in a, it just when you're in the store, or when you're with somebody, you ha actually have to do some some research and some some trial and error out in stores and out, in, out of the store and in your home with a recipe idea or um, learning about something new. I mean, there's, there's, there are so many publications now that aren't there when, when I was a clerk, uh, that make it so easier to have knowledge at, at, at your fingertips, right? Basically, it literally is what it is. It's at your fingertips. The in internet has made things from a learning standpoint, um, a lot simpler, uh, for, for someone really thirsty for information on something. And what about training and career development once someone's been in the department for, you know, two or three years, five or six years, you know, what, what sure. is that, what does it look like as they get, you know, more mature in their produce career to still give them growth opportunities and learning opportunities? Good question, because you want everyone to feel, um, not like they're going somewhere is a bad example, but uh, to be included, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I have a goal of where I wanted to be a produce manager on my own in um, 10 years. And it might not be for that particular company, right? But you're developing that person to be what they wanted to be. It all starts as a manager uh, or as a trainer or as, as actually caring for the individual and knowing what their end goals are. And their end goals might not be in your store in 10 years, but you as a, as a mentor, as a trainer can help them get to where they, to where they get to be. And, to me, I mean, that's that's my uh, of all the displays and and everything that that have, have come apart across my career uh, that we've gotten accolades on. The biggest thing for me is training that one person on and to be the produce manager, the produce clerk, the produce merchandiser uh, that they now 
they that they now are or they strive they strive to be when they were under my tutelage. And I know a lot of managers that are that are like that. A lot of training managers that are like that is is they actually care about the actual person itself and their goals and their long term um, desires, rather than okay, how are you going to stack this um, these cucumbers for me? Are you gonna we're gonna make sure? Are you gonna make sure that everything's rotated? Which is important. What's an important piece? But the genuine caring about others uh, actually is just. Um, is is where it's at. Is as a trainer, right? As a trainer, you should actually feel feel that way about the employees that uh, that you're that you're training. So, going back to the whole people part, right? We I mean, go back to the whole people business. So, well, because because the things that you're talking about, y- you would think they would be retention 101, right? Mm-hmm. Is like be be in touch with with what where your folks are wanting to go and talk with them regularly about how you help them get there and, and have a, have, you know, encourage them to set goals and, and be, you know, checking in with them about that. And, mm-hmm. and like you said, open, if they want to be there for a number of years, and then maybe they want to go work on the supply chain or, or, you know, on the supply sure. side of produce or something, or, you know, who knows, sure. but I think, um, you know, to, to have an employer that invests in you like that, and you can tell cares employer or, you know, trainer in, in this case, yeah. sure. um, it, it makes a difference because that, that changes why somebody's working a little bit, right? It's like when yeah. you invest in building those relationships, it just changes the dynamic from, you know, something you just do for work to, Hey, this, this person believes in me and is investing their time in me. And it, it really makes a difference. Yeah, absolutely. And as an approach that the, the title of the session approach to training, I mean, as, as you're approaching that, right. As you are, putting together an agenda, putting together uh, an itinerary uh, for how you're going to train uh, a new hire or uh, elevate someone's career uh, into a goal that that um, uh, that they express to you. And their goal might change, right? On the side, their goal might change. You know, two years into it, they thought they want to be a produce manager, but <clears throat> they fell in love with the world of produce, the produce industry, and they maybe did want to go work at, at, a, at a wholesaler or um, somewhere else out inside the industry, but their base, their roots, they start with you, right? They start with, with the person that the, the trainer, they start with the person that took them under their wing and showed them all the department, all the basics of a produce department, what it takes to run a produce department, meeting the people that are in the produce department and ultimately, um, uh, the, the customers, right. And just engaging, engaging with the customers. So, um, yeah, that all starts, that all starts with the trainer, you know, mm-hmm. uh, success starts with the trainer. Desire has to be with the trainee, right? Desire to learn has to be with the trainee, but the success start definitely starts with the, with the person trainer and the entire, the entire team. Cause you as a, as a trainer are the head trainer, but every, every good team needs a leader, but every leader needs a good team, right? Mm-hmm. So everyone, I try to get everyone involved in, 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 in all in all aspects of training, even the people that are there, they have the train the trainer type um, um, exercises. I guess it's called train the trainer type exercises, where you know the people that are being trained then ask the trainer questions on different things too. So you know it gets it's every it gets everyone a chance to know what every what what everyone else is about. But the approach to training is just. I can offer anybody advice on, on, 
on on this is just to be genuine in your in your trainee's vision and his and his or her goals. So, well, I love talking about training. I love <laughs> I, I do because you know what the, the, you know you're you're putting together the 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 bench for the next you know. 15, 20 years, and you are help being part of, of the future. I mean, look how many mentors that we've had, that I've had, and some of the people now that are industry veterans, like Joe Watson and Mike Ryan and Armand, those those are pioneers, right? And they all, they've all always, they, they're, they're people, people, right? And they just, they have a genuine interest on people's success. And, um, you know, um, so anyway, so. Well, Brian, you read my mind because as soon as you started talking about getting everybody involved, train the trainer was what I was thinking of. And you addressed that <laughs> immediately. So it's uh -huh. like you knew where I was going. <laughs> sure. sure. And how do you approach like even kind of the cadence of 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 that, right, of, of getting those little bit more senior people ready? Because, again, and, and I'll say this again, the, the range of skill sets to work in a produce department is is really pretty darn impressive, because when you think about you know, the, the physical part of it and the, um, you know, the, the touch you develop with building displays or the organization of keeping that back room ready to go so things can efficiently be moved on the floor, customer yeah. service, speaking with people, right? And then training sure. in the leadership part of it, that's a whole nother thing. Like people don't automatically have those skills necessarily. So I think that's a really critical piece is thinking about, you know, like you said, if, if you're in a training position or if you're in a leadership position developing a training program how are you going to train those those folks who are more senior who are maybe stellar at their job but they might not have experience training people you know sure sure yeah 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 um you know to to, to address the, the the timing thing of it how you know it, how people want to further their careers and what kind of agenda or itinerary that looks like. I mean, that, again, that's all up to the individual person uh, and the speed that they, that they like. But I mean, you have a basic, once somebody perfects a certain section or um, uh, feels comfortable with a certain section, or whatever, you always start with sections, right? You always start, I started um, with uh, um, uh, fruit. I started with fruit and fruit was pretty easy and then eventually made, made my way to the, the, the wet rack. Um, but, um, you know, once they master the fruit, I got put on to dry veg then I got put on to potatoes and onions and I got put on to, and you, you go around the department and you learn and you working those repetitive, let's go call it repetition, but that's what it is, right? Um, uh, the repetitive pieces of what it takes to pack out produce, what it takes to receive produce, the proper handling of produce, right? It'd be bananas or um, uh, breaking down coolers and uh, first in, first out, date, uh, box dating, um, the the care of, of organic and conventional, you know, how, how that has to be uh, handled differently uh, from each other. I mean, once, I mean, those are all aspects that uh, over time that people do learn and people do master. And, um, you know, once I always thought once somebody feels comfortable on something and they can move on to the to the next thing, you never want to uh, overload someone with you're doing, you know, potatoes here, potatoes here. OK, you're good enough. Let's go on. And you want to make sure they feel comfortable. Right. So. Yeah. Awesome. 
Very cool. Well, Brian, any uh, any final final thoughts on on training that you didn't get to to say here already that that you want to make sure we don't leave out? Um, no, no, no final thoughts. Just reiterating again. Just 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 be genuine. Be passionate about training the future. Right. Just be like you know you've gone through all these motions as a as a produce clerk and then a produce manager, assistant, second man, and just you've done through all that. So, you know, you've, you felt like just put yourself back there just kind of put yourself back there and, and just kind of feel that. Um, I always, I was always, believe this or not, I was always nervous, you know, when I moved to a different section because I wanted to do so well, I wanted to do so well. Those feelings are in other people too, right? I mean, they're all human. So just, just, you know, find, just fuel that passion for people who want to, who want to stay in the industry, who want to be the future of the industry. Um, and just, uh, you know, just be genuine, just be genuine in, in, the, in the caring of their future and their goals. So that's pretty much all I, I like to say in my approach is to training. So and it's all about people. Remember, it's all about people. So, well, and I will say this, you saying that made me think of, of one more question, which is, you know, like we've said before, I, I know we talk about all the beautiful displays, but I feel like for you, you probably have like a human highlight reel in your head, right? Of like all these folks that you've developed over the years and, sure. and where they've gone on to. Absolutely. Um, you don't have to say anybody's names, but but w- what are some of your favorites over the years that you just think back about and you're like, yep, that is one of the highlights of my career, that person right there. Okay, I'll start, uh, I'll give you one example. Um, and it's, a, it's an example of someone being infectious on learning. Um, a gentleman came from a, a garden center uh, and wasn't, didn't know no produce background. This was just four years ago, you know, for, uh, for between four and five years ago. And he wanted to learn the produce business. So I spent some time with him. Uh, it's quite a distance away, but spent some time with him. And um, every time I was in the store, you know, I'd walk him through a section. Right, and ask him questions. Okay, what did you learn over the 10 days, two weeks that I wasn't here? What can you tell me about this? What can you tell me about this? What can you, and, you know, every time, and it's, it's weird because, you know, you, you go and you set something or you go and you talk about something and you go back and you ask them and you quiz them and you'd be like, okay, what did I say here? It was eerie with how like on point, it's like he had notes in his head of what we talked about prior. And um, uh, long story short, he actually has rounded himself into an awesome produce clerk. He moved to the position of produce buyer. And as a produce buyer in his position, he's in charge of merchandise. So seven days a week, uh, guess who he's texting, either with a picture, either with a suggestion, either with a, a success story um, on what he did. He, he, this guy is one of the most infectious people. And it all started because... Uh, I came from a garden center. Uh, I want to learn produce, but I, I'm not sure if I want to do this for the re- for the rest of my life. And he is he is now he is a career produce guy. So and it's just me as a as a trainer, as a merchandiser in a role that I am. I, I have the fortune of doing that in a lot of different areas. And this is just one of many, many, many examples that I look at and I say four years ago, you know, you were bringing hoses in uh, on a pallet and now you're actually you're using a hose to wet down a wet rack and you're you're building a, a, a big display of apples that is going fantastic their sales are up their sales are up because of their merchandising and he has 
even though he's not in the they have an excellent manager uh, who actually um, um, uh, does a great job with his team too. But he has uh, brought the team together, right? He has, and it's not just a job when they go to the to the store anymore. It's not just a job. They're not just you'll have clock punchers everywhere, but they go to work to make a difference, right? They go to work to be the difference. Okay. And it shows, and it just, it started with this one guy that walked in and uh, just kind of took the department by storm. And he is, he's not just, he has developed a relationship with the community. He's not even from the area, but he's developed a relationship with the community to say, okay, you know what? If Dave does it, then um, uh, you know it's right. If Dave suggests it, then you know it's right. And then it's just it, it's just an infectious. It's, it's, and I feel like he has in, in in a lot of conversations with myself has relayed that information to me that you know you were a big part of this and you were a big part of this and you know that kind of stuff. That's really you know that makes the difference. That that just makes the difference in in knowing that you help that person i'm a produce geek right not the i'm a i'm a, I'm a produce uh produce nerd or whatever you want to call it but um um i just i don't know if that makes a difference to me that is so huge and helping make make you're not because you're not only helping you know you're making a a, a purse a difference in that person's and that person's um produce sales right but you're making a difference in their life Right. making a difference in their life beyond produce. And you have to look at, I kind of look at long-term too. Okay. You know, short-term sales, long-term life. It's just being part of both of those. Man, it's just, it's just, jacks, it just jacks you up and just want to run through a wall. Right. So, <laughs> but that was just one. I can sit here and we can talk for another five hours about this, um, go line by line, but just, uh, yeah, I've had some really, really I'm fortunate to work with some really, really, amazing clerks um great people who want to learn uh and actually give you the opportunity you know some people are closed off and and whatever um but they actually give you the opportunity to help you understand why you're putting those boss pairs next to the golden delicious and why you're doing all the things that we've already talked about and that's just that's that's just a that's a cool part of of, our, of the job that i do so you know, my 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 niece just asked me. You know, what is it that you actually do? You know, you work for a cruise company. What is it that you actually do? And it's it's just you share pictures with her and just. But it it's not. That's not that. That's not just that. You know, you can go and you can take portraits of all the people that you trained over the years and you know where they're at now, from a produce clerk all the way up to a produce merchandiser. You know, and just knowing that they went through the ranks that they started with you that they started with me in this instance uh, or they mean the trainer that 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 sets out to further uh, a, a department members goals i mean that's man you don't have a pulse if that doesn't get you jacked up right i mean so <laughs> i don't know so awesome well yeah. there's not going to be a better place to end it than that brian so awesome. we will we'll wrap it up there um i love I love that. I love that um, that image of like if you have the portrait of all the different people, you know, you think about over the years. That's such a cool, 
um, such a cool corollary to, like you said, the uh, the visible part for everybody else is the beautiful displays, but sure. the other part of it is, I mean, the the displays are are really impactful, but the people part of it just yeah. you know is is above and beyond. So. All right. Well, like you said, we could talk about this for longer, but, yeah, but we'll wrap for it sure. up here. <laughs> always, always wonderful and so energizing to talk with you, Brian. And I know we'll see you thank again you. soon. Sounds good. Thank you. One more thank you to Brian for sharing his wisdom with us today. And thank you for listening to the conversation. I hope you enjoyed it thoroughly. You can check out the archive for recent episodes on how creative retail dietitians are helping drive sales on signage best practices on planning and executing seasonal resets, on pricing strategy, and much, much more. Thank you as always for joining us, and we'll see you next week on the Produce Retail Podcast.